Hello and welcome to Newsnight, where we speak to major players in Nigeria's journey to growth and development. I am Ladi Akiri Dunwale. Thanks for joining us today. Security is still the main subject of discussions nationwide, and today we are focused on regional security outfits and their relevance to the nation's challenges. My guest on the program believes that there is frustration with attempts by those regional security outfits to collaborate with formal security agencies, especially in the area of intelligence, as well as arming them more effectively to perform. Newsnight talks to the co-founder of the Odua People's Congress, the OPC, and Areo Nokakamfo of Yoruba Land, otherwise known as Defense Minister Ibagani Adams. Are. Thank you for your time. Welcome. You're welcome, too. Let me start by asking you about the general security before we come to the nitty-gritty one. Let me ask generally, what, what do you think has happened with our security situation in the country before we now start taking different, different places? What do you think has happened? Structural. What do you mean? Structural, structural imbalance. How? Well, when you don't have a proper structure on the basis of your agreement, it will not only affect security, it will affect every sector. Uh, a country of multi-ethnic, multi-language, a country of population of about 250 million people, when you don't have a very good structure to run that country, you don't devolve power into the region, state, local government, and federal, definitely the issue of insecurity will arise in that kind of, kind of country. A country that their population is now up to 3 million can run unitary system government successfully in as much that the ethnic nationalities of that country is not up to 10. But when we are having like 20 ethnic nationalities, with 3 million, you have to devolve power. So the issue of insecurity arises when we are deviating from our federalism in 1966. And when we are debating from uh, our federalism, after one year, there was a civil war. The people that fought Biafran war, and even the Nigerian army, we did not have an opportunity to monitor harms after the, after the end of the civil war in 1970. And at the same time, we have moved from federalism to unitary. We have moved from regionalism to statism. By then, we started witnessing different type of high-profile crime, harm robbery. You will see, in cities, you don't see harm robber going to the banks. But after Civil War in 1970, 1975, 1976, we started witnessing harm robbery in the banks. In our history, from immemorial, we don't witness armed robbery in Yoruba land before civil war. What we witness is a theft. Somebody that's, that's still chicken, ram, 
or yam in the farm. So as the population is growing, and the population is growing, we now devolve to statism. That was the bane of our problem in this country. Let, let me bring you now to the regions that you mentioned. And let's start off from where you know, we are talking, the Southwest. You have been, for many, many years, an advocate of regional security. We're not just calling it regional security at that time. Um, being one of the co-founders of the OPC, uh, which was very strong in our in the, in the Southwest uh, where we are now. And one will want to ask, did you think at that time when you were one of those setting this up, did you think that today we be like it is now, which was why you participated in setting it up all that while ago? Well, in 1994, oh, in 1994, the issue of uh, protecting life and property was not part of our instant objective of OPC when we founded it. Founded it. But uh, the community leaders realized the potentials that OPC have as a mass movement. And uh, the organization that have members that can lay down their life because of Yoruba people. That was the time, on 1999, they started calling them that you as an OPC, you can secure us apart from fighting for interests of Yoruba people. We realized that you have the boys that can confront criminal harm robbers. And it started in mainland, mainland local government. Uh, in Milan local government and E4, local government in Ogun State. That was how the issue of uh, protecting life and property in the community started in OPC. Initially, our member was not being paid. They were doing it as a volunteer by then. But it got to a state that uh, some companies started engaging them. And the company decided, well, we paid you if you can secure us. So that was the time it now become more commercial. And uh, we realized that uh, the government security agents were not convenient with the activities of our group in terms of popularity. And uh, when we gauge the problem we are having in the organization, we decided in National Coordinating Council, the issue of security will not be coordinated by the leadership of the organization. Individual leader or members who want to involve in security should do it at its own business. It's our own risk. That was the reason that you will realize that uh, we couldn't dip into the issue of security as an organization. And we don't want to deviate from the original objective of the organization. We don't want to deviate from championing the cause of true federalism. We don't want to deviate from the from the issue of uh, promoting our culture and identity. And we don't want to deviate from uh, foster unity within the Yoruba sons and daughters. And uh, we, are being we, we are being very, very careful. We realize that uh, the level of popularity OPC is gaining have over overshadowed some of the aims and objectives of the organization. We now say that, let's decentralize this. The issue of uh, 
security of your street, don't bring it to the National Coordinating Council that we always hold every week. Anything that happens about your security, deal with it individually there and members. So originally, issue of security is not part, part and parcel of our Himstan objective. But now, it seems as if with what has happened subsequently, it has become not just part and parcel of the objectives, uh -huh. as if it has overshadowed virtually every other thing that is happening. <laughs> well, well, unfortunately, it happened, and we don't have option. I, apart from uh, the level of OPC, when I, when I now become, be, became Ariano Kakanfo, when I became Ariano Kakanfo in 2018, I have no choice that issue of security should involve part, of, part and parcel of our activities. As the Ariano Kakanfo, as the traditional defense minister of Yoruba land, you have no option. And uh, you are fighting the cause of the Yoruba people. You have to move to what your people want from you. What your people want from you that give you more prominent and relevant. You have to move to it. Move into that kind of uh, activities so that you can gain relevance. You can gain an acceptance. That was one of the reasons that we don't shy away. But we have saw, we have saw a lot on the issue of uh, insecurity. That was one of the reasons that we are being careful. Some people that don't know how governance work, that don't know that they, there is still law and order in a country. We are not in the stage of anarchy. When we are in a stage of anarchy, you can move and operate without the approval of the government. You can move and operate in any community without the approval of the other of the community. But uh, we, when we have a constituted authority, like I, there was a statement that in the forest close to Ife, the ter terrorists have converged in that place, and any time they can strike. Some people say, ah, I should have gone to that bush and drive them away and kill them. We were just laughing. Our artisan did not encourage that. When you decided to go to some community without synergy with the police, without an agreement with the others and chief of that community, you will run into trouble, even though you have a very good mission. Even though you want to sanitize that community or that street for them, or that landlord association, without the support of the landlord association. Sometimes it got to a stage. You have an agreement with the landlord association. When the issue becomes boomerang, the landlord association will shift. They will shake it out. You face your music. And that, that, that has given us a lot of negative image Negative image. And Yoruba always say, Orukorere, Fadakalo. So we now realize that uh, we decided about five years ago that uh, anyone that wants to secure a community or area, you must have an agreement with the other of that community or the landlord association of that area. And uh, you must consult the at least DPO of that area, or area commander. When you have an agreement or synergy with this, uh, this organ, you always have a smooth ride 
on the disengaging criminal, criminal from that area. And at the end of the day, anything that happened, they won't blame you. Because uh, police, as a security of government, when incidents happen, the government and the people will listen to them first more than you as a private organization. And sometimes, you that want to go and attack criminal, the police will turn criminal to innocent person, and you, as a security organization, will become criminals. So we know where we are coming from. I've been in this struggle, this is 29 years. I started at the age of 23. 23 years, 1993. I was 23 by then. So if I don't know what I'm doing now, that, that means I won't know what I'm doing for life. So it's not about cowardice. It's about experience. OK, let me give you another example. In the time of insights, you know, we witnessed something like an anarchy, within, similar to anarchy, within three days. By that time, we were even defense, defending government facilities. Because when we got the information, 22 police stations are born in Lagos. <laughs> Initially, we, I said, don't involve in this issue. Because I was not happy the way those protesters was being killed. I'm an activist. My, my background, I was an activist. So when I, when I got the information that the way they were being mailed and killed, I decided that uh, anything that will happen should happen. But after two days, I could not, I could not withstand it the way the ocean and the area boys took over the incident. Looting months more, looting very uh, commercial areas, and uh, 22 police stations was being burned. And I decided that uh, I call a meeting on online, go and defend all these facilities. Because if they successful bomb like seven, 70 police stations in Lagos, and some in other states were in trouble after the end of this crisis. Because police have their role to play in terms of security. They are a mother of internal security. No matter their shortcomings, sometimes we disagree. They are a mother of internal security. And even we, as a freedom fighter, sometimes they always be an advantage to us. So even though we are fighting a cause, we want to change. We will not destroy our institution. When we destroy our institution, we destroy our facilities. We have to be rebuilt, rebuilt it by with the taxpayers. We pay for it. So we're moving to support some local government chairman that they are born about three LCD to, support, to, to defend the facilities. And most of the communities were calling, calling us. They were calling my line, three lines directly. And uh, we link them with some of our structures to reduce that crisis. In Obomosho, OPC was in charge of security of Obomosho for about one year before the police came and took over the sacks. I don't know the name they call them now. And uh, other states. So that was uh, something similar to anarchy. We don't pray for anarchy. By then, you don't need an approval of the constant authority before you move in to crime uh, area, when you have a crime incident. But when we are still having a country being run by the government, federal government, state government, local governments, the police, DSS, civil defense, all of us, 
you don't you know the name of Obas in Yoruba? Yorubas, Yorubas are called Ijo and Oba, Unonpe Nijoba. The congregation of Obas are being called Ijoba. Yeah. Ijoba is a government. So the Obas have a role to play. Even though you don't have influence on commissioner of police, you don't have influence of the governor, the other can call governor that I want a community security and I want Are to back me up. Where we cite some criminal in our forest, we want Are to, to back me up to flood these people out of our forest. By then, the governor will link the other with the director of the DSS and the commissioner of police. And the combination, the combination, combination of the groups and the security agents will work together. Is that happening now? It's not happening. Why? Because sometimes the government did not, Nigerian government did not realize security is not about government alone. It's about every citizen in that country. Every citizen have a role to play. Some that not part of the group like ours, they have access to intelligent information. But sometimes Nigeria have fear to disseminate information to security because some of the security have turned to courts. Some of them, they are agents of criminal. They want to make quick money. By the time giving them information, the criminal will come to your house and kill, kill you. But uh, in terms of OPC, OPC have the confidence when citizens give them an information. They will put that information to the security. They will send that information to the security. When we realize that security is becoming reluctant, we go to the media. And that was one of the reasons that we have to issue statements, because we have passed many information to the security agent. They couldn't hack. Sometimes, sometimes they said they're beyond their power. Because they fight the intelligence to the villa, the villa did not hurt. OK, look at what the, the deputy speaker of the House of Assembly said that they got an information that the DSS have written an intelligence to the, to the villa for 40 times that they will attack Kujie prison. But they refuse to hurt. They refuse to hurt. Your organization, your position is such that you are able to take intelligence, use it, or hand it over to those who you believe should use it. Uh -huh. What has happened most recently with all the information that you have gone to release to media that you have cried out to say, this is what I'm hearing, or this is what we are seeing? What has happened? Well, we have many alternatives. One, I was one of the people that pushed for Amateko. I was one of the people. If not, the, if not I was the one that started it from the beginning that called the attention of the governor that uh, we must hold Southwest Security Stakeholder Conference, which the governor did. After one year, four months of the agitation. You mean the governors of the governor Southwest? The governor of Southwest. OK. And uh, at the end of that conference, the 27 man of committee that was established bring the word Amateko. And when the governors were reluctant because of their political interest, to even start the operation, one of their aides raised it and now picked it up with the press conference. And it became another struggle entirely. 
to set up the to Amateko. set up an Amateko. He got to say, I want. I have to write. I wrote. I wrote open letter to the Antony General, and I sat cite different references. Isba in the north. Different references, different organization. I reference different organization in every geopolitical zone. JTF in Bordeaux. So we have the right to have our own Amateko. And uh, Afe Babara cite different uh, authority in our constitution. Many lawyers in the Southwest, our people in diasporas came on board. Even when issuing car, issued a statement regarding that. That was what led to Amateko. When they were trying to legislate it, the open hearing, three states government invite me at the same time. I attend Lagos State City. I send some of my chiefs to two states to represent me. That will show you the process of Amateko. And the governor did very well to the extent that about 60% of the Amateko were OPC members, recruited. OPC, either through us or through the other of the community. So they already had previous experience yes. with intelligence. We have alternative on that, on that ground. With the Amoteko are trying, you can see what they are doing. In about uh, two, weeks, two weeks ago, you will see what Amoteko is doing in their own level. Even I got from the, from the inside information, the suspect that attacked Catholic Church in Noah was the combination of Amateko and DSS with the Nigerian army. The Nigerian army just take the shine to, 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 to pronounce the, the success. The, the arrest. Yeah, the arrest. I got the information. That is a combination of DSS, Amateko, and Nigerian army. So Amateko is trying their own best. The only problem they have is that the federal government did not allow them to carry a surrogated arms rifle to face this criminal. That was a that was a report I got three months ago. That the top ISIS members, seven of them are in Kogi State. Top seven ISIS members, they are in Kogi State. And uh, four of them are in, are in Okini. And when they arrested the suspect of Owo, when they mentioned it, I was just laughing that uh, these are the guys. And the government, the federal government was right. After attacking the Catholic Church in Owo, the federal government said that the, 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 the intelligence reflected that the, the, the people that, that attacked uh, Owo were Iswap. Iswap, not ISIS, sorry. Iswap. So, the 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 we have some ISWAP in between Kogi State and the North, and that was paid to attack Yorubala. When you see the attack in that church, it's highly coordinated. Even those people that were shot that did not die, they made sure they killed up to 40 before leaving that church. And if some villages in Owo, they were living in that area. I was coming. I, I, I was coming from Marigida Koko about two weeks ago. I realized a lot of things that is happening in that bush. And I called the head of Amatekun, you have to be very careful. 
I'm in, I'm in touch with three leaders of Amoteco regularly. We talk almost three, three days to share intelligence and to discuss about the issue of security. Because when you don't have the power to operate as an individual, you will use the government on ground, especially our state government. There must be a synergy between us, between the area of Kakafu and these state government's security agencies. Even the federal government, because uh, what they are doing for us in the Southwest is not the, the in, in overall advantage of the federal government. It's part of our advantage. Before you can have a very good government, a government must protect law, uh, life and property. The government must protect life and property, which is the number one responsibility of any government. And you as a citizen, even though I'm not being paid by government as the area on Kakanfo, but there's an honor behind that. There's an history backing that uh, shift and position. Yoruba call it a traditional generalism. So I must play my own role. I've been playing. And that was what, gave, what led to the recognition of giving me that chieftaincy position. I will continue to, to, to pay my own role. Talking of Lagos, the problem we have in Lagos is more internal than external. Uh, we have more bunch of secret cuts, which our position, when they are campaigning, they will have them for their own political advantage. And when they win the election, they will take the hands from them. Those who lose will take the hand from them. And some of them have the political godfathers. They constitute nuisance in various communities. Lagos State now have many, more than, more than one million secret courts. You see them, one million boys. You see them, 100 million boys in different names. And even the union, the government have to call the union that any crime that happened in your station, you'll be held responsible. You have to sanitize your park. OK, you are referring to the transport. Transport or owner, yes. National Union of Road Transport and Road Transport. They have to call them and hold them, give them the responsibility. We will hold you responsible to any crime that happened in your park. When it's a station of theft in the traffic, People will knock your window, threaten you, collect your mobile phone, laptop, collect your money. The National Union of Road Transport and Road Transport should play a role in terms of security. Part of their member should work as a security to secure the, com the communal, those that apply, that travel, that travel from that part to, uh, to various destinations. The destination they are going must be secure by the union. You keep the union responsible. You cannot be making money without providing security with the money. You can't be giving us that is a flop on the floor on the issue of security in your park. You are in charge of that park. You are the chairman. So security department must, must be in every park. There must not be uh, an information that uh, somebody take my watch in your park. You have to be, you have to be held responsible. Like what is happening in the north now? Any emir that make terrorists as a chief, or that connect with the terrorists, will be removed. You can see when the governor bring the policy in about three states in the north, the issue of terrorists uh, come down drastically. 
So the institution behind that area must be held responsible. Even the other that did not report the terrorists in his own, law, in his own domain. I'm not saying they should remove Oba. Should be queried what is happening in KBC. And Oba should be paid security Vote. votes. Yes. They should pay, they will be paid for security votes. I'm suggesting the first class Oba should be paid like 150,000 Naira for the security vote. The second class, like 70,000. The third class should be paid 50,000. The state per month? Per month. Okay. The state have to use everything they have to secure their region. It's not about only talking about security. When you collect a security vote as a governor, about one billion, and you now ask Oba to secure his own community, you are giving an Oba a first class, just 100,000 Naira. And the first class Oba have about four wives. How will he survive with it? But when you are giving them the security boats, anything that happens in that uh, community, you have to query the other. And the chief should be given a stipend. Traditional chief should be given a stipend about security, even though 13,000 for intelligent gathering. Because chiefs are in charge of every quarter of that community, and they, have, they know the criminal within, within their community. When they are collecting just 10 or 15,000 as a stipend for security vote, they have to divulge information of the criminal in that quarters. If they don't do it, they have to be queried. By the time we put all hands on this, you will realize that the, the issue of insecurity will come down. Secondly, the terrorists have invaded, they have sneaked to, 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 to Lagos. But from information, I'm getting that they haven't bring more harms. Well, let me, let me give you the background. Three years ago, I said terrorists are between Igbora in numbers of 500. It was, hey, it's a lie. What is Ares saying? Where is the terrorists? And I even told them they, 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 they were there with motorbike, with their back, with, their, with, their, with the back at their back, moving around the bush. They say, ah, forget what Ara is saying. What happened in Ibarakwa after six months, even three months? We now have the incident of killing, maiming, raping our, our women in the farm. The seven communities of Ibarakwa, if not because of the arrest of Bawakili, our people can't go to farm. But by then, I raised an information about Kishi, the national park. Two years ago, go and go with Kishi National Park. I said the National Park, the reserve forest in, in Kishi, the reserve forest between Kishi and Niger State was 18 kilometers. The Kishi from Kishi to Isain, there's a forest again in a, a reserve forest, 18 kilometers. And I said that, I said, I said by then that the terrorists have occupied that place. And they have been kidnapping our people from the neighboring community. Aguare, Irawo. All the communities that surround Kishi. And they were kidnapping them. They were collecting 2 million, 1 million, 1.5 billion local farmer. Some people that refused to bring that money within five days, they will kill them in the forest. All our farmers that, that farm in that uh, reserve forest cannot go to the forest for the past five years. They took over the entire forest. 
After we raise that information, I order OPC Vigilante, because we have a group. I founded a group after I was installed as Ariano Kakafu. We call it Southwest Security Stakeholder Group. OPC Agbekoya Vigilante, about 11 groups. We were together as an alternative to, uh, to, to uh, uh, Amotekun, where the strength of Amotekun cannot meet up with the crime scene, they will back them up. And I've written a letter to all the others in Yoruba and harmonize this group in your community so that they can work with you. We have given them an instruction. About 11 groups. If you have three, harmonize it as internal security. So I ordered this group, and they went to the bush. Within 24 hours, they flushed those criminals. And they took about four rifles, about three rifles with three pump action, hand over it to the area commander of that area. That was Kishi. When you Google what I'm saying, you will see it in the newspaper. There are some newspaper reported it the second day. And the picture of the harm they took away from them was, uh, was published in the newspaper. But that was Kishi. I'm, I'm sorry now, to interrupt. I'm sorry to interrupt, Tare. Um, and why I want to interrupt is that the examples you are giving shows that these people are moving around, mm -hmm. which also means that territories outside Yoruba land, there would be need to be in touch with them. You might, the last example, this Kishi example you mm -hmm. gave now, the other side is Niger State. The, they have the, the movement between the terrorists from Niger State to Kishi is 18 kilometers. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That is just one example. And about four local government have been taken over in Niger State by terrorists. I, that, that was the other point I was going to uh -huh. make. That they're probably going, I mean, if you take it that, okay, they've already occupied those forests. Uh -huh. There are also forests. In many of the places you mentioned in the north, uh -huh. there are forests. Uh -huh. The place where more recently you mentioned that there's movement, people are moving. Uh -huh. Uh, through Ife and uh, to uh, Ibadan, yeah. and, and so it's also forest. Uh -huh. They are not moving on the highway. Uh -huh. So it brings the question of this movement and the issue of forest management. Because those forests are not just forests. Uh -huh. Is somebody supposed to be well, in charge most of, of them? Most of them is reserve. <laughs> but somebody made it a reserve. Uh -huh. Somebody is supposed to be looking after it. Yeah. Who is looking after it? Well, the, initially, there was a forest guide. That was a forest guide in Nigeria. But uh, for the past 15 or 20 years, there's nothing like forest guide anymore. That was a time that uh, the governor of Undo State ordered that the Fulani should not, should not, should not operate in the reserve. Reserve, reserve, forest reserve of Undo State. Well, they, they refused because the backing of the federal government. The state governor is the chief security officer of his own state. But what I'm advising Amotekun to do now is that they, they need to divide their operation into two, one into the urban city, one into the forest. Some of their cadets should operate in the forest. The Amotekun should have their internal forest guide because the federal government have lost it. They started with, with even in, in, in Britain, there always be a forest guide. And in most of the advanced country, they know how many animals they have in the forest. They number it. I was in Sweden 
stock up. We were moving, and they were showing us the numbers of the animals in the forest, in Stockholm and Gothenburg. Many European countries, they know the, the numbers of the animals in their forests. In Nigeria, do we even know the, the number of animals in the back of our, of our community, the bush in the back of our community? So there always be a forest guard initially, but the, the federal government was not paying, paying, paying them. They have been disorganized. So I believe the state government should, should cover the vacuum, should fill the vacuum. Through the Amotecum, there must be a department of forest guard in Amotecum, and a department of Amotecum handling the urban areas. So the forest guard will permanent in the bush. And there will be a shifting, that they will be shifting their security guide. Because most of the problem we are having come from the forest. They will leave the forest and come and attack in the community, in the, in the developed community, and they will take took the person they kidnap and take me back to the forest. And these people know our forest more than ours. There are some forests in Yoruba land that uh, a no living Yoruba have already touched the forest for the past 50 years, but the Fulani know all those forests. The hardest walk in the forest. Take the cow along the forest, graze in the forest, they graze in the forest, they even eat in the forest. They know the forest more than ours because our people don't live, don't, 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 don't take it cognizance to be in the reserve forest. We believe it's a reserve forest. It's only the hunters that normally go to the reserve forest. And uh, how many hunters do we have now? It's not like before that hunter become a serious professional. Professional, sorry. Hunter becomes serious profession. And even most of the hunter, hunter groups, about 80% of them that call themselves that an hunter, they are not hunters. They want the name. They want to enjoy the name as hunters because of the internal security. And the security we are having, the threat we are having, we have about 70% of the threat in the forest. So we have to manage the forest, the security department of the forest and the urban area. They must work in Paris Pazoo so that we can have effective security. How about the one of the movement? Because if, for example, in the Southwest, as you have many of the examples you've given Southwest, let's look at that. In the Southwest, even assuming that this forest management, the communities are able, the KBACs take charge, they are given some kind of uh, stipend to cover the various things you mentioned and all of that. At the level of movement, different, different movement, uh, I, I, about a couple of days ago, a Boko Haram, self-confessed Boko Haram commander was arrested in, in Abeokuta. In Abeokuta. Mm -hmm. And he says he came all the way from the north, Katsina. I think somewhere in Katsina. Katsina or so. Now, he passed through somewhere uh -huh. to get to that place. He got a job in Abeokuta. It's intelligence uh -huh. that got him arrested. Uh -huh. And he said there are others who have also gotten similar jobs uh -huh. elsewhere. So it brings up the question of this movement. How do you control that It's not compulsory that they should pass through forests before getting to their destination that they want to do that evil. Some of them come through trailers. 
That was one of the reasons that we, I support Amateco to scrutinize those who are coming through trailers. Truck. That you see a trailer load about 150 people. You ask them that day, you that, where are you going? Where do you want to stay? Definitely, there must be a question towards that, to scrutinize the genuine people that is coming to the West. Because if we want to stop them in total, definitely our people are living in the North. And our people are moving into the North. And I did not even say the Northerners should not question our Yoruba that is going to the North. But because, for the sake of our security, we want to question your movement through the roads and the forests. Unfortunately, it will, it will still lie on the issue of structure. What is federal government doing with reserve in the region? Why is federal government still handling the reserve in the region? The reserve should be a state's reserve, a state forest reserve on the basis of federalism. As a matter of fact, the reserve should be between, when we have a very good structure on regionalism, between the region and the state. The federal government did not even have any business with agriculture in the country where, where true federalism enshrined in the Constitution and being operates in governance. In some country in Europe, they call it states. The state is just like a region in Europe. Some country in Europe, they call it provinces. Provinces are very common. In Australia, they call it provinces, about six or seven provinces. Even in Ghana, very close to us, is region. What is the population of Ghana? Just 25 million people. And the population in South Africa, provinces. Provinces is not like, just like a region in South Africa. They have states. And in South Africa, they have a province police, state police, and their federal police. In United States, they have about 50 country, uh, 50 states, sorry. Yeah. 50 states in the United States. The IBI as a federal police, they have the state police, they have the canton police, which is like a local government police. In the uh, in, uh, UK, we have the Scotland Yard, Scotland Yard, they have the municipal police, which is the local government police. What are we doing? What are we doing with only one structure police? One structure police, a population of about 250 million people, a country of about 250, 250 ethnic nationalities. When you get to Niger Delta, one kilometer is, is like, uh, one kilometer is another language, like uh, what ever Vietnam Goli song. One kilometer is another language. When you get to Middle Belt, you see similar thing. Even within the Yoruba people, we have some tribe. We have the Jebu, we have the Jesha, we have a worry. So why? Why are you trying, why are you dodging a way to solve our solution? That was a constitutional conference, a constitutional amend, amendment in the National Assembly. They messed away with it. Even some people were calling for state police. They could not do it. And they were running away from their village to Sabuja now, especially the people in the north, our parliament. The parliament who refused to resolve the issue of state police in the constitutional amend amendment. We are running away from Safara. They can't go to Safara again. 
We are running away from Medukuri. They can't go to Medukuri. And now, the terrorists have moved from the north to the Abuja now. They are running away from Abuja. They were cautioning the, the negligence of the IG. And they were not saying, as a lawmaker, as a parliament, parliamentarian, they, should, they did not do their own job on the basis of building a very good constitution for this country to move forward. All the target is uh, electoral law that will favor their interests so that they will, become, they will come back in 2023 to become a senator and House of Reps. But the issue of security that they have to resolve, issue of structure, we have six zones. Six zones. Six geopolitical zones. Why can't we go back to the region and make this zone as a region? Even there will be a federal constitution, there will be a regional constitution. The Amotec is supposed to be a regional arrangement. The Northern did not allow it. The Antony General did not allow it. It's supposed to be a regional arrangement. The headquarters of Amotekun was in Bogan. They want to put the headquarters in Bogan, the central of Yoruba land. But they, they frustrated it to a state level. And the Lagos State back out. The crime incident in Lagos State cannot be compared with the other states because of the population, because of commerce, because of the economy, because of uh, uh, accommodations Lagos they give to different ethnic nations. There is no ethnic nationality that is not Lagos, that is not in Lagos. There is no investor that does not have their office, uh, head office, that does not have their head, of, head office in Lagos. No matter how, how big your business is, your head office must be in Lagos if you want to succeed in Nigeria. A state like that must not toy with security. You have to use every means. You have to have many alternatives. Sometimes our elders believe that the married three, three wife have an advantage, although sometimes it created problem. But your, your soup will be sweet with three wife. But you have to be, be a very good woman manager. <laughs> you have to be a very good woman manager. But sometimes it gave you an advantage. So what we are saying is that we have to go back into basis in order to solve this problem. All what we have been saying for the past 40 minutes is just to give a pash-pash way of solution. To pash-pash, just to resolve it about 30, 40 percent. If we want to resolve our problem, there must be a dichotomy. We must go back to regional autonomy. That does not mean that region will control the entire, the regional leader will control the entire region. The state government will be more powerful, but there will be a coordination of a premier. You may not call it a premier like the Western region or Eastern region, Northern region. Based on the modern society, we may fashion it. By then, every region will have the responsibility to monitor their security. You won't blame Buhari or anybody who is a president. The president will face internal security. When the external aggressors are coming to our country to tamper with sovereignty, our sovereignty, 
the president will monitor Nigeria Army, Nigeria, Nigeria Navy, Nigeria Air Force, civil defense, federal police will be too. DSS, NIA will be working. But the issue of security must be uh, security of the state must be an internal arrangement coming from the region, state, and local government. Indeed. All right, Ghani Adams, thank you so much for speaking with us. Yeah, it's welcome. been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank welcome. you. That's our program today. We would, of course, like to hear from you on the conversation. Our social media handles are right there on your screen. You can also listen to this and previous episodes of the program via our podcast. Please visit our website, channelstv.com forward slash podcast to get started. I am Ladi Akiri Duluali. Goodbye. <laughs>